coming to you from a cozy little condo high atop old Fort Ward, Atlanta. Welcome, Welcome to The Ron Show on America One Radio. Here's your host, Ron Roberts. And a happy new year to you and yours as we begin the year 2023 here on The Ron Show. So I don't know how many of you got, I'm sure a lot of you actually probably stayed up right into midnight on New Year's Eve to watch the University of Georgia Bulldogs take down the Ohio State Buckeyes. Literally the field goal kick that the Ohio State kicker, bless his heart, tried to, uh, to make to win the game, went wide left at the stroke of midnight, could not have, could not have uh, mapped out or scripted that ending any better than it absolutely was, unless you're an Ohio State fan, I guess we should say. Nonetheless, that outcome is going to have an effect on politics here in Atlanta and Georgia, because of course. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be uh, some nuancing and moving around of some events and uh, swearing-ins and state-of-the-state addresses, this, that, and the other, (laughs) all because the University of Georgia will be playing a week from tonight in Los Angeles against the TCU Horned Frogs, Texas Christian University's Horned Frogs, who came out of nowhere. They were 5-7 and last year, and went undefeated into their conference championship game, lost to Kansas State, who, by the way, got drubbed by Alabama in the Sugar Bowl, but then rebounded to defeat the undefeated Michigan Wolverines from the University of Michigan over the weekend. Another fantastic game. Not nearly as breathtaking and as exhilarating, I I might argue, as the uh, Georgia-Ohio State game, but still a high-scoring affair back and forth uh, crazy antics. It's just a great weekend for football. Uh, but it's going to have an effect on the state legislature calendar and the governor's uh, address and so much more. Eric Tusing is an attorney, lives in Grant Park. Uh, he's a real estate law professor, and he nails it on Twitter when he says to fellow Democrats, Georgia Democratic friends, I am begging, do not start whining on this app about the legislative session being delayed or mildly truncated because of the national championship. Our New Year's resolution should be to stop acting like we're too good for the things Georgians love. He's right. This tweet actually reminds me of two somewhat cringeworthy moments during the gubernatorial race of 2022. Stacey Abrams did a stop in Athens once to uh, speak to the, I believe it was a college and university employee union of some sort. And that's cool. She's, you know, not there for a Georgia game, although it was on a Saturday and Georgia was playing, even though they were on the road. It wasn't, you know, packed to the gills with uh, red and black clad fans heading to the stadium in Athens. But still, it was a Georgia game day, and she showed up wearing blue. Um, I mean, no big deal, because she didn't go to Georgia. In fact, I think her alma mater's colors are blue and white. So, mm, I'll give her a little bit of a pass, although they don't have a football program, so there's that. But then there was the... Uh, Tennessee game Saturday. That was a huge, pivotal game on the calendar. Both teams undefeated. Both teams ranked in the top five. And uh, Tennessee thought they were going to uh, catch Georgia this season. That did not happen. However, Stacy did a virtual event of some sort. I cannot remember it off the top of my head. I'd go back and look at it, but I'm just kind of winging it here. Uh, and she, she wore orange. Uh, again, that's you know neither here nor there. I'm not saying that she was or wasn't aware. I, it, it, it actually seems like someone should have like whispered in her ear. 
Miss Abrams, Georgia's playing Tennessee uh, today, and you're wearing orange. I, I, can you, is there something else you could wear maybe? Little things like that don't necessarily sway hundreds or thousands of votes, but it does sort of set the table. It sort of paints the picture that you're out of touch with what Georgians are wired into. So uh, I appreciate that tweet from um, Eric Tusink. Uh, he's a local attorney, a Democratic donor, a Democratic attorney, actually. So uh, he's spot on with that tone. And go dogs, of course. Later in the show, we will uh, have on uh, newly elected state representative, Dr. Michelle Au. She actually was in the state Senate. She had her district gerrymandered out of her reach. And so she ran for a state house seat instead. Good for her. And uh, we'll have her on on the back half of the show. I'll ask her about that. You know, is, is that a big deal to you? Hopefully she'll have read that tweet and be dialed in on what to say. I, I mean, she was uh, raised in New York City. She went to uh, uh, Wellesley and Columbia. So, I mean, she may not have much of a, a fighting interest in this, but she's been in Georgia quite a while now. Her and her husband and their three kids have lived in Georgia quite a while now. And I would like to think that they've acclimated and chosen the University of Georgia football team as their adopted football team, right? I mean, you would expect that. Well, you never can assume. They may have friends that go to tech. Some of us have friends that root for tech. Hi, Hal. How are you? Hi, Brian. How are you? <clears throat> now, I don't think I'm going to waste my time with Dr. Michelle Au talking college football. No, we've got a lot to discuss with her. Uh, whether it comes to uh, health care and any opportunities to broaden health care coverage in the state of Georgia. She, of course, works in the health care industry. We'll talk to her about that. We'll talk to her about what it's like to be a mom, three active kids, a wife, uh, managing your own business, and also running for office and being in the legislature. I'm sure a lot of us who sit on the sidelines have active lives just like that as parents, fathers, mothers. And we often wonder, is it possible that I could even consider doing that if I wanted to? So we'll, we'll get some insights into that and a whole host of other subjects uh, later today. Dr. Michelle Au joining us, and I appreciate her giving us the time. Okay, so the way the legislative calendar is going to work now, the uh, 40-day session is going to start on uh, Monday the 9th. Uh, lawmakers will be uh, formally sworn in, and then they'll have votes, you know, for leadership positions in each chamber. They're going to adjourn <laughs> around noon, though. And you, you, I mean, you get that right. You got to stop at the store. You got to pick up whatever your your food's going to be for the game. Uh, maybe the big chicken spread, or the veggie tray, or both. Uh, the libations, the uh, eggs and issues breakfast uh, usually happens. You know, around the first uh, first day of the legislative calendar, that's actually going to be held on Wednesday the 11th. And uh, Brian Kemp, who is, of course, an Athens native, huge Georgia Bulldog fan, he will not be uh, inaugurated until Thursday, January 12th. And his State of the State address is actually not even going to be held until January 25th. This isn't the first time we've done this in the state of Georgia. We did it in 2018 when Georgia played Alabama. That game did not go as... We uh, hoped for it to do. Uh, they actually did this a little bit last year as well. One person who won't need to be keeping up with the legislative calendar is a fellow by the name of Danny Rampey. We told you about him uh, a week or two ago. He's the uh, newly elected House member, Republican, 
from the, um, oh, which district was it? It was uh, just outside of Athens, if I remember correctly. Uh, anyway, oh yeah, Winder. Um, so his house seat in Winder will be up for grabs again because he's opting not to take office after being charged with swiping prescription narcotics from a retirement complex that he works at. So there will be a special election for that seat. Uh, I don't believe a date's been set on that yet. But Danny Rampey, Republican, will not be having to worry about any delays on the legislative calendar because of the University of Georgia football game. He's not going to serve. One thing I I can't wait to talk to Dr. Al about uh, as she uh, heads to her new role in the House of Representatives from the state Senate, where her mind is on runoffs. Uh, We talked about this last month. It's so weird saying that December's last month, right? Last year, even. Uh, So we we learned last month, last year, that uh, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger has floated the notion of getting rid of our runoff system and going to uh, one of a few options, either uh, ranked choice or to lower the threshold for whoever wins a plurality, maybe at 40%, 45%, or to get rid of third-party candidates altogether. Now, as much as libertarians drive me nuts, I, I, I feel libertarians are libertarians from a point of privilege. Yeah, I mean, ideally, we'd all like less government in our lives, right? I mean, if we just didn't have monumental problems to tackle. Uh, anyway, I, I'm not wild about the idea of getting rid of third-party candidates because I think this country actually needs a third and a fourth party to begin with. Sure, would probably, in my mind, get things done a lot more frequently if you had those occasionally rogue MAGA-like offshoots. You could at least get the sanity from the other three parties you would think to come together on some sort of consensus. Anyway, those are the uh, the three options that the Secretary of State has floated. It'll be interesting to see what Dr. Michelle Au and the incoming General Assembly body decides to do about runoffs. We'll uh, we'll ask her about that uh, in the back half of the show as well. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Washington, despite all the hard work Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing on behalf of Kevin McCarthy, we still do not have a new Speaker of the House. And until we have one, we can't even swear in uh, Congress or new Congress people. Fascinating stuff. All right, next segment, we'll dive into what is new on the books for the year 2023 law-wise. And again, Dr. Michelle Lau. Now in the Georgia House of Representatives and the General Assembly, she joins us on the back half of the show. Here on The Ron Show on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. Our phone number, 404-919-2725. More Ron Show on America One Radio after this. Oh, hey, you're still here. Hey, that's cool. Thanks for sticking around. Not only am I host of The Ron Show, I'm also Ron Roberts, real estate agent slash realtor with EXP Realty. That's right. I help folks buy and sell residential real estate in and around Metro Atlanta. And we've been through a crazy couple of years, have we not? Between COVID, the post-COVID market, the craziness, you could throw an open house on a souped-up tool shed and you would have cars lined around the block to come in and see it and throw an offer well over asking price. Well, those days are no longer a part of us and interest rates are a little higher than they were before. But I must say, it's still a great time to either buy or sell or both real estate, residential real estate in Metro Atlanta. Why buy? I tell tenuous buyers all the time, if you are renting right now, 
You are paying someone else's retirement accounts your money, and it might as well go to you. The cost of housing in Atlanta is not going to get cheaper. The population is going to continue to grow well into the 2040s, with nearly a million and a half new residents expected to come here. So you better get a house sooner rather than later. And if you can afford to buy an investment property, now if you already own your home, why not buy one nearby you as well and create some additional income that could be your retirement savings and you get to choose one of your new neighbors. Now, if you're thinking about selling, but you're thinking, oh man, I really missed out on that huge market in the past summer or two. Okay, yeah, sure. But the values aren't dropping. So you still got plenty you've earned just by owning what you're in and need to sell soon. Got questions? Feel free to hit me up. 843-283-0078 or email me ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720. Website rononthereal.com. That's me, Ron Roberts with EXP Realty.